Yeah. So, I, so I, there's I, definitely something there that we can we correct. Can and I see, I see a lot of room for improvement right. in different areas. Yeah. But at the same time, I see that that it's coming along pretty good. I think. I think as long as we start with something that we can talk about, then we're golden. I think as long as we have some sort of an agenda, a very loose, like bulleted, here's a news story, what do you think about it, here's something, what do you think about it? And like I was telling you earlier, like it, it all kind of circles back to what we were talking about before. There's always going to be that connection to some previous story. And what I mean by that is, here's, here's my surprise, here's what I got for you. So I went to that little beer garden and I had the last death roll ever out of that keg at that bar and they're not getting any more so I got this for you. I just asked him for it and he gave it to me. That's awesome. So it's a Red Cypress beer tap. For, for, for all you listeners from Central Florida, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is pretty sweet, man. I appreciate it. So when you, I've when never you, owned a beer tap before. Well, when you get one, you got uh, you got that for you know posterity. So you can put this on any keg, or has to yeah. be specific. No, it's the top of whatever the draw is. You know, I can't remember the name of that tool. Whatever you actually pull, and that's the handle. That's the handle. Yeah, that's, that's the handle. handle. Yeah. So that's sweet. Thank you, man. You're welcome. All right, <laughs> this is definitely a pleasant surprise. <laughs> so, I didn't know what you meant. Toast. To toast. That. Absolutely. Cheers, man. Cheers. Rock and roll. You know, it's not all bad. I don't give you a ride to wherever we need to go and to get your stuff. Figured out, yeah, but, yeah. but this brings it back to a lighter note. This is awesome. Yeah. So you know, life gives us these little gifts. <laughs> well, like I said, it, it tapped out, and the guy was like, "I'm not going to charge you for it. Well, I was going to pay for the beer, but I see that you have that tap right there." And the guy was the owner. His name's Benji. He gave me he like ripped off the uh, he ripped off the receipt, and he gave me that, and he was like, "That's my cell number." And I asked him about, like, what do you guys do usually week to week? Do you guys have a lot of uh, noise outside? Because there was nobody outside. I'm pretty sure because it was, you know, a little bit rainy. But inside, it was chill. There was probably five or six people at different tables just hanging out. And one guy at the bar. And the outside, like I said, I mean, there was music, but it wasn't too loud. Kind of like this. Maybe a little bit quieter than this. And he was like, I have people in here doing stuff like that all the time. If you want to come by and do a cast. And I'll even be on your podcast. Oh, I was like, awesome. yeah, I mean, we could definitely, you know, tap into the Orlando vein a little bit by doing that. So, I'm, I'm thrilled. It, it was on a whim. I saw it. I was like, let me try it out and kill some time. Let's go over there and see what's up. That's awesome. Yeah. That was, that, so, so much came out of that. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. That is awesome. So, um, you know, so tell me about what else you were thinking about uh, this week, just so we can kind of get on the right thing. Um... I mean, there's a lot of news that I'm yeah. going to pull up here in a second that we can definitely, the stories that we can go down through. Uh, the weather's getting hotter. I know not to be like, talk about the weather and shit, but here in Orlando, we're getting, <laughs> hey, it's yeah, getting what do you think about this weather? Yeah, man, it's which is hot. Which is good. So we're in that transitional phase here. Um, yeah, I have some stories, so I'll pull them up yeah. in a second. But, you know, we're getting a little bit of a draft. It's a little bit cooler today, a little bit, you know. I went, I went running a couple days ago and it was like 80 degrees, but it was 100% humidity. So <laughs> I still came home. I still came home with my shirt soaked completely through. It didn't make a difference that I jumped in the pool after that. <laughs> the shirt on was still the same level of humidity. So some people Welcome do to not. Central Florida. <laughs> yeah, Florida in general. Some people that aren't used to that type of humidity and are only used to high heat and right. they just come here and get that unsuspectedly. Right some of the greatest reactions. They hate it mostly. Well, I mean, you've been back to Columbia 
since leaving. Yeah, right? a yes. couple times, a few times, and it's is it like that? Like you're stepping into the jungle, like you're breathing through a sponge. No, it's actually. No. It, it, it's. It, I think Florida's worse. Really? To be honest. Oh, okay. But <laughs> <laughs> so Florida has... Floridians would find Colombia less humid more, would, more they comfortable would, they would find it comfortable <laughs> yeah it's, it's awesome. cool it's got nice cool weather yeah well it's up in the mountains right it's got some elevation to it yeah. exactly right. so we could yeah we could go with this again but I mean I was thinking there's a lot of other stuff on the menu and uh, it's, it's, it's pretty diverse it's pretty good but there's a little bit of something for everybody and they also have some that are kind of localized and special to this this particular brand like Secret Llama. The last time we were here, I stole a Secret Llama glass and I was drinking a, you know, a Highlight or something and Secret Llama. It's good stuff. So for the listeners right now, we are sipping on Terrapin's Liquid Bliss. Peanut butter, chocolate, coffee, good notes, good stuff. That was fresh off the top of his head after his first sip. Uh, It is a porter from Georgia. 6.7% 6.7% alcohol, and yeah, it's made with, uh, it's a salty and nutty character with the peanut butter and rich chocolate flavor. Yeah. It is liquid bliss. It's good. It's good. For the porter drinkers that like chocolatey beers, this is one of the top. Yeah, because it's, you know, it's something you could keep drinking. Something you could have, like, more than one of Terrapin's an awesome brewery. It is good. I am familiar with it. I love the Hopsecutioner. It's one of my favorites. That is a good beer. And people will disagree with me, but I think that's a good beer to have at the beach or in the pool. Oh, no, that is a good beer. (laughs) You're like, no, it's too heavy. I'm like, no, you don't need very many of them. That's the point. You got a bottle of water, you got a Hopsecutioner, you're good to go. Exactly. (laughs) I was talking to a co-worker about going to the beach recently because I went to Daytona a few weeks ago with my wife. And, uh, like, her family has this this hotel, this, like, resort that they go to, like, once a year or more. It's cheap. It's so cheap. It's, like, 150 bucks a night, but it's right on the beach. And you can, you know, drive your car and park on the beach if you want. And the, the waves aren't bad for surfing, which is weird because Florida is not good for surfing. It's got a nice little sandbar that you can swim out to, and the shark activity is further offshore, so you don't have to worry about it too much. But you can you can actually surf there. And you can surf all, you can, like, ride your board all the way to the beach. Oh, wow. So I was thinking about maybe... Uh, looking into some lessons this summer and trying to figure that out. Have you ever been surfing? I haven't. I've done boogie boarding, but yeah. never yeah. never taken it that extra step. What about like uh, wakeboarding, like behind a boat? I have uh, once. Yeah? And what yes, you think about on, a, on a lake. Yeah. And I think that was in Pennsylvania. And it was fun. Whew. It was a lot of fun. My brother's a huge, huge uh, wakeboarder, skier. I can do it. I'm nowhere near the caliber. But then again, like, our parents grew up on the river in Louisiana, okay. and they, you know, they grew up just doing it every day. And so it's kind of like you got to learn to ski as soon as you can pull yourself up. So they threw your brother in yeah, there when he was yeah, a baby. Yeah. Well, basically, <laughs> no. I mean, it's weird because like when when you're teaching the kid to ski, you're in the water with them, and then they, you know, you say hit it, and the boat goes, and hopefully the kid gets up, but you're sitting there in the water. <laughs> They're gonna come back and get you eventually. You hope, but hopefully you're close enough to the beach that you can you know, get back and like do whatever you want to do until they come back. But you're not there to assist and support, you know. Or you can have like skis where you get up at the same time, and then they, you know, they can benefit from you being coaching. But it's a whole other thing. It's a whole other opportunity. So. 
interesting. Yeah, that would uh, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a follow up when you start yeah, looking maybe, into that. Maybe you want to come. I don't know. You can get out to the beach someday and do a cast. Today, uh, when I was working earlier, I heard the. Um, oh shit! We should have helped him. Um, team effort. Team effort. Sorry about that, guys. Waitress was. Uh, Really, I was like, really oh, man, in the hard predicament, but she That's got fine. through. That's fine. Um, no, so anyways, I I was hearing my friend uh, who has who just got a boat, and he was looking into wakeboarding kids and, okay. and things like that. And yeah. So that happened today, actually. Awesome. It's well, funny weird. that you brought that up. I mean, like boats like that are built these days to be specific to that kind of sport, but. Like my brother has a Mastercraft, which is a ski boat, and he uses it for whatever you want. You just, you know, vary the throttle, the wake, and all that stuff. But they build boats these days that you can actually pump water into the hull. It has these storage tanks for that ballast, so it makes a bigger wake. So if you're a wakeboarder, you just want to fly, you know, they just pump water in, <laughs> you just fly. <laughs> wow. You're just, like, hemorrhaging fuel. <laughs> it's like negative gas mileage but still if you want to get air that's the way to do it wow <laughs> it's like like my parents have a uh, kind of a, not, not a big boat but it's like 27 feet i think and it's it's a it's not a ski boat so it's not designed to do sports but every now and then when we were growing up they would say hey chris you want to go get some air and they take it down the bayou and like um you know at like 15 miles an hour and so there's this huge wave on both sides, and he'd be like, "All right, this is my last run. I'm gonna get what I can get." And he'd be like, 10 feet in the air." <laughs> he'd just let go and be like, ah. "And just land." Just land. Just fly. Wow. So it's a fun sport. It's fun. You should try it. Is that something you guys would do like? Yeah, pretty how often. Pretty I mean, regularly. I mean, every every weekend, every time we get get out there. Like before before Hurricane Opal, um, this is in the 90s, like. That was like a family event. Um, we had this cheap wave runner. And it was like, okay, this is so you guys can really learn to ski and kind of like, you're old enough to do it on your own. So you're gonna pay for the gas, you pay for the maintenance, and you guys can go out. And we had we had it sto- like stored at a friend's house on the beach. You guys mind if we uh, go for it? We're, we're doing a podcast, but you know, if you want to Oh, I'm jump. so sorry. No, it's okay. Well, we're both no, don't apologize, don't apologize. <laughs> so, so we're we're on the beach and we just put we just put the uh, the wave runner or whatever on the beach and it's it's our friend's house and we can go out there whenever we want and they're cool with us coming and going and we just drive it and we get better and better at learning to slalom and wakeboard and all that stuff and you know that's pretty much what we could do every 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 chance we got as long as we have the money to pay for gas you know. <laughs> Because, I mean, again, in that part of Florida, in most of Florida, it rains almost every day. So if you can dodge the rain, you can get out and do your hobby. You know, yeah. what did you like to do besides, like, basketball and stuff growing Dude, up? Dude, I did a lot. <laughs> I grew up in New Jersey, so we, we, we were that last generation of playing outside. We, we, I got, I the, I got I the internet later in life Absolutely. when I was in high school, I yeah. guess middle school. Real good. Thank you. In high school, middle school, I guess the internet started right. becoming a bigger part of life. Right. Um, but yeah, no, growing up, in, I came to this country in 89, right? Yeah. So I was still I was, young enough yeah. to like start learning um, the American way. Right. And then, you know, that's a part of me now. 
Uh, but in those days, you just make friends. Kids don't know any better. So you, you just know who you like and who you don't. So your, your first friends on the ground were basically in my neighborhood. Yeah. So the kids in my neighborhood would do things like play manhunt outside. Yes. Do you know about manhunt? Absolutely. <laughs> now, man, see, this is what it's impressive about the United States. For, for a place that at that time the internet really did was non-existent, where people were able to spread information so fast yeah so for example there is manhunt that's a game that i've noticed throughout my life that people in different states have know about the rules or they have their own version yeah. Yeah, yeah. i guess but, it happens in everything like drinking games as well yes. etc um, but manhunt for those that don't know was group hide and go seek right so it was teams of hide-and-go-seek. And sometimes, you know, we would have boundaries of, like, different neighborhoods. So that was some of the most fun times ever. Because you go and explore the, your area. Yeah, the territory. You Correct. go out and find a spot where no one's going to find you. Correct. Or you're the guy who is already, like, he knows all the good hiding spots. And he's out for blood. <laughs> he's going to get you. <laughs> Exactly. Right? Exactly. Now there's there's different versions. There's some like there is a jail. Yeah. So you, you had to catch the ma- and then yeah, people you had to catch out. the majority right. of the other team in order to switch from being hi- from hiding to looking for them. Yes. But until you caught the majority, those people would be put in the jail. Right. Now while you're in jail, a friend that's still on the loose hiding can come and save you by tagging you out. Right. So you can regain your numbers. Yeah. But so you better hope that by the end of the game, somebody drives by your jail like high speed. No, it's all feet. Like, These yeah, are little kids. Yeah, little. <laughs> you cannot outrun me. I'm gonna jump into this tree and I'll wait. I'll wait until you have to go home. The game's still going. The game's That's still going. <laughs> so we did stuff like that, and of Trust course, me. like uh, football. Yeah. Uh, did you ever soccer. play sports in high school? Uh, soccer. You played soccer. I was a soccer high guy. Yeah. Nice. I was a soccer nice. guy. Yeah. And and to be honest, we were a school where. We were in New Jersey was where football got all the respect, and I think that's the most oh. of the United States. Yo, but our soccer team ran shit. Yeah? Yeah, we hung out. Yeah. We, we, we loved our football team. We hung out with them, too. Nice. But we were, we were the shit, to not, like, just <laughs> to put it in simple words. So we, we ran, we ran, like, you know, the, what, that, that community of the soccer community at that school were some of the coolest kids that even during off season would always be doing the most fun shit. And did you did you sorry, can I can I interview you a little bit? I'm <laughs> asking a lot of questions, I'm sorry. That's so, what you're so, here for. Yeah, that's right. So uh, like throughout that time, I mean did you maintain relationships with those folks and, and even more so do, do you still hear from them? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You These got lifelong are... friends out of that soccer team and that and that neighborhood game type thing. Correct man. Um, that's awesome. To be honest, I still have. We're, we're, I still text with these guys every day. Sometimes yeah. when we get a chance, and they're from our busy lives, we make phone calls. Yeah. I'm probably one of the worst at that. I keep it up, but they know that. Too. So it's not personal. They know that. They know that that's a part of me, which I work on, and I've been working on. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, these are some of my best friends in life. Not, not the. You start off as a big group, but yeah, definitely made some long life friendships which later on I realized how valuable that is I've, I've met people that don't have those that sometimes don't meet friends until college that's true that, that don't meet friends I feel, I feel bad about that 
because I, I don't really talk to anybody from high school. I had one friend that was like my best friend in high school, and he was at my wedding, and I talked to him like once every other year. He's a great dude, but you know we don't have a lot to talk about. He still lives in the same town where we grew up, you know, all that stuff. Didn't really go away to college, you know, totally different lifestyles after he left, so I, I understand. There's that too. There's that too, yeah. Yeah. The people that just did stayed in that but same are, town. But are totally happy. There's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. I don't think no. I'm never going to look down on him. He spends a lot of time with his family and uh, very active in the church that we like, grew up in. You know, so that's that's important. And my parents still say hello to him, so see him every morning. So that's cool. But uh, enough about me. <laughs> what happened to you this week? Like, what what else do you want to talk so about? Our week today. That's um, right. No, well, in my world, I'm entering a new project that I think has. It's almost like a little startup in the sense that. What 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 do they need? Well, I'm working with someone that's been in the car industry and on the sales side and running a car dealership, etc. Uh, for over 20 years, this person's going into trying a new way of selling cars to people um, that's obviously internet-based. So that's that's something that we've been working on. He, he has an incredible system that took him over a year to finally develop. And now that it's developed, my job is to basically use that system and implement it and figure out scripts and training manuals for people that are going to be using it, uh, as well as use it myself. Right. So, um, yeah, no, it's it's. I've just been in work mode. Can, can I can I talk to you about that a little bit? Because sure. I think that's really interesting, and that's something that I used to do for Walgreens. I used to do that professionally. I used to create manual documentation for trainees to follow, like standard operating procedures, you know, just things that they would need to do to get started doing a process from start to finish. And this was like, for, for that company, it was prescription processing. It was how to look at a prescription and like process it the right way so that all the information is correct from start to finish. How to like calculate everything, how to do all that stuff. So I want to offer to you, if you ever need help with that, any advice? I'm not asking for anything else. Just if you need help, if you want, if you have questions, just oh, let me know, and I'll just bounce it off. And, and, I'll, and I'll just let, I'll let you know my thoughts. Just to just to give you a better idea of when something like that will be uh, ready, is that right now we are at the beginning stages, yeah. so we're not early, quite early. there. Early, early, early. It's almost proof of concept. Okay. But well, that's how you start. It's. I've I've known this person for probably. 20 years right? I would say 15 years yeah, of my life yeah, yeah. I, I moved I moved to Jacksonville Florida my senior year of high school and this is a person I met that senior year yeah and we've been friends ever since right. and um, yeah he I've seen his whole journey and I've seen a lot of the uh, other side projects that he does mm -hmm. from what already makes him successful which right. he is one of the most he's successful yeah. he, he's a very successful guy Hopefully one day I told him that I would love him to I would love to have him on the podcast and one day we will. He's Why don't a character. we do it soon? Why don't we do it soon? He's someone just... that only loves girls that are 18, <laughs> 19, 20. He's a little yeah. bit. No, he's my boy. Yeah, like he's Russian, this is right? he goes this is this, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with liking what you like. Right? And, as and long that's as it's not children. That's my boy. Of, of course. Yes. That is the rule, guys. If anybody tells you any different, just right. take a picture of them right down. Right. Their information. <laughs> yeah, but, but don't let your kids around me. 
No, but anyways. Yeah, we, we should have the, the, the dude on the show soon. He is I one. Think, I think he's, he's I think, definitely a candidate for first guest. I think that he, uh, even if not first guest, he's got to come on at some point. Well, I've been talking about it, you know, forever. Like, who do we want to interview for we, the first we, time? We said we were going to have a guest this this cast. This but, a, okay, but... And we were going to have a sponsor, which it's not, like, hard to do, but we still have to, like, talk to somebody to get the sponsor. We still have... I could probably go back to Benji and say, hey, man, you want to sponsor our shit? Like... We're not we're not asking for any money up front. <laughs> Just like we're gonna be here every you know once every now and then to do a cast in your spot. Uh, so maybe like a free tab every now and then. Like that's a good sponsorship. <laughs> I don't know. We're we're gonna get to this. We're just starting, and some. Some podcasts didn't blow up until after 50 episodes, meaning meaning that that's when their sponsorship started getting numbers that actually gave them returns. Because we're going to sign up for some... So here's the other thing, guys, is that we want sponsors of something that we trust or we use or that we can actually recommend. We're not just going to sign up. We, we could have already signed up for a lot of bullshit and tried to shove it down your throat, but that's not our idea. That's not our idea. So, so often that happens. You, know, you, yeah. you get snookered in. Yeah. You, you get sucked in by something that you really don't want to talk about or you don't want to hear about. And if you're still listening to us, <laughs> you, you're on board. We have it, this is an international podcast. You didn't know it, by the way. We've got multiple listeners in multiple countries, and some of them multiple times. You go back and listen to it again. So thank you for that. We yeah, appreciate yeah, it because really there's no financial it. benefit at all for us for you guys going back and listening to what we have to say again and again, and from, just in different languages. <laughs> and just to let you guys know, today we are uh, live directly from the world of beer. Uh, a couple just sat next to us. We're here downtown Orlando, as always. But not as always. We got a lot of trips planned. Yeah. Um, but you guys just missed a beautiful kiss. So uh, <laughs> may, maybe next time on the on the video version. Probably. probably. <laughs> good. That's good. Yeah, I got the iPad. We can we can do the video from the iPad. That's another way we can record. And uh, you know you can get you can get the whole the whole experience. I think it would be good though at this point to let the server know if you want to pour the rest of this out. And if you want to do the same again. We can do the same again. Yeah, and the check after that, please. It'd be great. Perfect. Okay, so, um, you want to get to the news? Yeah, let's pull those up. Um, anything interesting in your week that you'd like to talk about? No, I mean, it's more personal stuff. So we don't have to bring no, that no, up. It, you know, last week I, I had all the ducks in a row. Okay. And I want to talk about. Work-wise, like, or no, what no, kind no, of no, 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 no. Work is going great. Besides yeah. the fact that you know my yeah, coworker, yeah. coworker's dad passed away, and there's a lot more work on our plate. That's, yeah, that's, that's hard. That happens. But uh, so Juan and I were talking a lot previously about our next car. Like, what, what, what's your next car? Like, how are you going to set that up? And I've been having my eye on a different couple things, a couple different things, and and so I found this car in California that was perfect. It was everything I wanted, nothing I didn't. It was a lot like, it was a lot like the first time uh, my dad got uh, the car that he wanted. Like perfect, exactly what he wanted. So I was like, this is kind of like fate. This is what I gotta do. So there's this company that has a, a network of car dealerships and they share information and they're all in the same kind of boat, but they are willing to do free like trades no matter how far it is. So they do a dealer trade from dealer to dealer, no matter if it's in California or Florida. 
And in this case, that's what it was. They were going to trade a car from Fort Myers out to Monrovia, California, which is outside of LA. It's in the valley. You know where it is, guys. Come on. Um, <laughs> and, and so before I could... Uh, so, so what I did was I basically, I, I baited it a little bit. I said, I'm interested in this car. What can you do for me? Uh, and I took pictures of the car that I'm driving now as a trade, which is in great shape. And tell, know, tell the guys what, or the, the guys and gals that are listeners, what, what car are we talking about? Okay, so I was going to trade a Passat, a Volkswagen Passat, which is a great car. I love it. It does exactly guys, what I want to Guys, do. he keeps it tip-top magoo. Yeah. As some of you know what that means, and it is an excellent, like, like the prestige at always. This is how Trevor is, yeah. and it's a beautiful it's car. Meticulous. You know, meticulous I, I, but is it's a also, great word. To, to my credit, I bought something that's low maintenance, so I don't have to spend a lot of time. I'm doing it. That's smart. So I was trading up to a 328, trying to anyway, and so uh, I no, I took pictures of the car and I sent it to the Fort Myers dealership, and they said, "I'm going to call you later, and we're going to have some numbers. We're going to talk about it today." And so I was stoked. I was really, really excited. I told my folks, I was like, "I don't care if I have to fly to California to make this deal happen. I'm going to do it." And guess what? They didn't call me back that day. Closed on Sunday, sold on Monday. They sold that car on Monday at the California Ocean. What? So I said, all right, never again. Never again. <laughs> if I ever see what I want again, I'm gonna go get it. I'm gonna go get it. I don't. I don't care what I have to do because the last time when I bought the Passat, it was this whole drama, like. I found the car being produced at the factory. I knew where it was going. It was coming to Florida. I was going to drive to this dealership out in like Ocoee and trade my car. And then they told me they had sold it already. But they hadn't sold it. They traded it to another Orlando area dealership. And so I called that dealership like, why did you sell my car? And they were like, we didn't sell it. It's actually outside. It's got, a, it's got a sign on it that says the price, but I can change that to a sold sign real quick. And I was like, do it. I'll be there tomorrow. Will you give me this much for my trade? Yes. Okay, we're done. The deal is done. I'm coming to get it tomorrow. <laughs> well, so... <laughs> You know what? I I haven't thought about it, but um, after this, I will take a look and see what we have. Because this new project, that's what it does, is I can look up really? I mean, down to the interior color. Yes. And that's what I want. Yeah, exactly. That's how specific. That's how specific. I, I know you are. Yeah. And, I, and I already had one client that needed that on a... Uh, a Q60 an Infinity okay. of some sort yeah yeah and he wants to get it for his that's wife what, that's what I'm he's like these are the three colors it can't be I need it to be one of these two interior colors which right. by the way way guys he said white and red it has to be so one of those to, yes and we me found too. two me too we found I two I can't do black I have I can, white, tan, red he wouldn't brown. do tan he wouldn't do brown I, I would not do he wouldn't do gray black, he wouldn't black do or gray no thanks because like all of the rentals are those colors thank you so much we really appreciate it So, all right, now we can finally get to the news because I'm done ranting. Okay, I got enough out. So, dun, 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 <laughs> from last week today, and today's stories are brought to you by U News. Now, that is, we're going to be working on a website that can bring you guys some news. 
Um, it's really just an aggregate. Correct. You know, it's like Drudge. You know, it's going to link to link to link, but Correct. you're still going to get the unfettered but here's the best journalism. Thing, is you, you guys are going to get stories that... Thank you. You guys are going to get stories that are always conversation starters at work. Right. Uh, very non-political. That's our goal. What? So, yeah. <laughs> no, we're going to bring up some controversial stuff. No, That's the point. No. On, of course. But the subject matter is like law, law uh, business. It's, it's, it is yeah. like a drudge, but without the politics. <laughs> without being politically okay. heavy. Because okay. well, usually you'll get political. You'll get political in the, in the money section. Because sometimes there are political things that can affect yeah. the economy. Pretty much everything uh, we're talking in the about. law. Yeah. Everything we talk get. about has some kind of implication. Well, just to distinguish the difference... I'm not talking about what we talk on the podcast. Everything's fair game here. I don't oh, give yeah. a fuck oh, what yeah. we're talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about more on the news site. So I'm going to pull up the stories right now. And what do you have listed? I mean, there's there's a lot. First, we'll start off with in the law in the law world. Uh, some interesting stories that have come up recently. Uh, for example, and here's a Miami-based one. This is South Florida. South Florida is known as a sunny place for shady people. Yep. Uh, lived there for. Almost nine years of my life in Fort Lauderdale, which Fort Lauderdale is one of the hidden jewels of this country. Well, it's a beautiful city. At the same time, it's got something for everybody. If you look at Las Olas, there's like the show, there's like the fun time for everybody on one side of the tracks, and on the other side of the tracks, literally, the other side of the train tracks, it's the ghetto. It's a shit show. <laughs> it's a ghetto. Oh, oh. All right, all right, all right. So, uh, yeah, Las Olas, that's where I, uh, that's my experience of, of uh, Fort Lauderdale and, and actually the Davie area and out to the Not beach, definitely. out to the beach. I oh. like it a lot. I like, I like Fort Lauderdale. I think it's better than Miami. But, oh, by far. We, but but we, then again, I'm, I'm not, you know, real big into materialism. <laughs> I mean, we can get into a lot. That's going to be a subject for another time because um, I had a choice. I, w- I wanted to leave Jacksonville, Florida. And I was at the office one day, and I'm like, all right, yeah. the decision is made. I want out of here. Yep. So I'm going to go to Hoboken, New Jersey. I have an opportunity that came up to go live with my one of my one of those childhood one, one of your boys soccer soccer friends. He had, he he's he's six five, big boy, and um, since we were little, he's always been one of the taller ones. Sure. And uh, yeah, we have a lot of soccer stories. So I was gonna go live up there. And I came and visited a friend in Fort Lauderdale. I was sitting on the beach. This is in Trent, like a small break that I had before me moving up there. Right. And I go, you, why would I want to move to New Jersey? I'd rather live Ooh. down here. So I made all the switches to, appreciate it. to come to South Florida. Yeah. So I lived down there for nine years of my life. Uh, and I lived directly above, on the 17th floor, above Las Olas. It was a dream come true, man. It was a lot of hard work. Yeah, and you were there for a long time. Yeah, dude. And if you guys haven't been, it's one of the coolest little cities ever. It's very pretty. Very pretty. Very cool city. It's a very young professional vibe that you get from that area. And I think that's what it it was trying to be. It's a place... like it's, It's kind of getting up there in price, but you can experience the Miami lifestyle without paying for it. And you can live in all these little suburbs outside of that and still have the beach lifestyle, too. And that's why I think it's such a big draw. It's a nice place to visit. Again, I wouldn't live that far south. And, and you know, sometimes the traffic can be an issue. But if you're in Juan's case and you don't have to you know, drive that much, it's, it's, a, nice, it's a nice place. 
when I lived in um, when I lived when I'm I gonna steal this glass by the way. <laughs> that's, a, that's the tradition. That's right. When I lived in uh, Fort Lauderdale, the job that I took was my territory was going to be Miami. Yeah. But I had the same philosophy. I could never live in Miami. Dade County is hell. And, and it's, it's not, on the road. It's not easy. No, it's, it's not easy at all, man. Miami's a different country. Oh, my God. That's, that's the a, easiest way to explain it to It's a different anybody. country that has different rules from every other country. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's in the United States, but it's a different country. So, so what we... It's actually a term that I came up with with a friend. And Fort Lauderdale was Miami without the steroids. Yeah, good point. So, you got Miami, the craziness that it is in your backyard, but you also got the calmness... But still, the, the the good aspects of Fort Lauderdale and South Florida. Yeah, yeah, it's weird because there's there's a very big. It's a, you know it's just as diverse as every other part, every other big city in the country. But it's got a lot going on that you can't really you can't match with any other city. Correct. Right. It's got so, some of the most beautiful so, beaches. Yeah. Which I lived on the beach for four years. Yeah. And that was now something that. That was a goal since I was a kid. I guess I, I lived on a, I lived on an island with my parents when I was uh, four years old. Right. And I kind of remember little bits sure. and pieces there. I started preschool there and shit like that. I will say this. Something about Fort Lauderdale Beach is like right around where you live. It reminded me of where I grew up. And that was the best, from, from your perspective, that was the best Atlantic side beaches I could, I could ever find. That, you can't. Oh, to, to me, you can't really compare Atlantic side to Gulf Coast. And no. if you're if you're listening to us from California or Oregon or Washington or Latvia, yeah, or Latvia or any other you know non landlocked country that has you know pretty decent you know seafood. <laughs> um, the Gulf Coast of Florida has the best beaches in the world. It's sugar white. There's no pollution. It's gorgeous. You can scuba dive. You know, you can go out 30 miles and see the floor of the ocean and it's just beautiful you can see all the way down it's so pretty so if you haven't visited do it I'm from northwest Florida Fort Long Beach represent but um, Fort Lauderdale on the other hand has some of the nicest beaches on the Atlantic side of Florida yeah by far here, here, here I'm going to break it down for the east coast um if you start in the middle of, of the Cocoa Beach and all that area, they are decent beaches. North Florida has its decent beaches. There's yeah. also surfing That's in right. North Florida. Right. Uh, but now let's go into, like, do, do you guys want to be, like, on the front of a travel brochure in the I'll, Bahamas? I'll answer for once you. Start, <laughs> yes, once you start thinking about that and the and the color being aqua blue or a special type of green. That emerald. You, emerald. Emerald coast. Oh, yes. my God. When you start seeing those colors, oh then now you know you are in Fort Lauderdale. Are you in Hawaii or are you in Fort Lauderdale? You're in Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Hawaii has its own beautiful yeah, colors. But we we can we're, our beaches are I put them up to anything. Our beaches are gorgeous. You're not spending twelve hundred dollars. Absolutely there. gorgeous colors. So you have Fort Lauderdale. Then yep. you have Hollywood Beach. Hollywood Beach is, Ooh, yeah. is I love Hollywood. Hollywood Beach is basically in between Fort Lauderdale and Miami and South Beach. And what it is, it's the beach of the people. There's small bars. There's yeah. small mom and pop motels. Yeah. It's 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 all these small businesses in and with a beautiful boardwalk that no other part of Miami or Fort Lauderdale has that allows you to experience it as close as possible to the beach. Right, without a fee. 
without any without fees. Without a $25 parking fee, a $10 entry fee, et cetera, et cetera. They just got a brand new, in the past two years, um, the guy that sends hamburgers in paradise. <laughs> Cheeseburgers in paradise. Well, yeah, whatever his name is. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, that's not <laughs> my music. Someone, yeah. So Jimmy Buffet. He James Buffet. <laughs> yeah, James Buffet. Uh, they have a Margaritavilles, so they have a brand new Margaritaville. Oh well, then if that's happening, then abandon all hope. So Hollywood Beach for you guys. It'll that be are, nice for like two years, and then it's gonna be tourist town. To be honest, a great, great place. If you're a little bit more on a budget and don't care for the fancy life, Hollywood Beach is a gorgeous option. And then you got South Beach, right? Which now you are in an area where billionaires have their for a six home um, where people from all over it's the number one city in the country of the United States that has international tourists go through so you are going to be in a different country with the most beautiful watercolors in the United States other than Hawaii but at the same time everybody who's there is going to be cool because it's the less there's, there's no pretense it's, you know you go there and you just, you're there to have fun and, and it's you know. the magic city the city that was Absolutely. built on cocaine money <laughs> Hollywood Beach yeah no 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 no, no. we no, moved no, south my, I know my South Beach no, South Beach yeah no for real and we're going to talk about that at some point because we have we should do an on location a little vacation I mean the person that made Cocaine Cowboys is from I love that uh, movie. I love Billy Corbin yes so Billy yes. Corbin is Miami Dade's number one representative I feel personally yeah he's a he's telling it like it is he's letting you know like what you're getting into if you're going to visit he's one of Twitter's most famous accounts for anything that has to do with Florida right and he does the podcasts the podcasts uh, routes when he pulls out a new documentary uh, he represents Florida when he goes on his on his uh, national tour. Right. He'll do shows on XM in New York. He'll do Rogan. He'll do Joey Diaz. All he do does is fly around and do podcasts to to um, promote his yeah. documentaries. Sure, which yeah. is what most that's, people that's now great. do. I mean, why would you pay for it if you po- get paid to do it? Podcasts are now <laughs> the new Letterman and Jay Leno's of this world. Right. As it was, as those shows were to the and world of TV only. Absolutely. And you've taken the gloves off. It's internet. You know, you can get away with saying whatever you want. And you can cater to a specific audience as long as you have one. If you don't have one, it's free to get one. And there are so many different, you know, media that are going to be there to help you. Like like I said, I mean, we, we jumped on this app. And now we're in multiple countries. We've got people that are interested in what we're saying from different countries. And we didn't pay for it. And you know what? We're going to do an ad, and they're going to pay us to talk about them. It's going to be so easy. Yeah. But, you know, it's not going to be much. But at the same time, if we continue to find other, you know, other sponsors. And when we start doing our, our, our uh, custom yeah. content on things like Patreon, where people yeah. uh, can but donate, and we'll, up, we'll, give them, we'll give them content that's only available to them, not just to our standard podcast. Right. Like answer uh, question and answers and things like I that. I can't wait to have a wall. I can't wait to have, uh, you know... Some, some way for you guys to either text or, or type in your comments and your questions and let us know what you're thinking about the, the broadcast. And, and then, we'll, you know, we'll go from there. I'm really excited about the opportunity. So, that was one story. <laughs> we didn't even get to the story, but to the story, is basically an 18-year-old. His name is Andres Valenciano. So, again, more so, of your people. So, this is one of my people. <laughs> Now, he lives in Doral. Doral, we will uh, talk about at some point, but that is a very interesting part of South Florida. 
in the Miami area. He withdrew $17,000 from his bank account. Right. The reason that this is news is because he just conned some woman in San Francisco to wire him $20,000. Wow. This Why? Kid, How did he do it? I mean, what, was, what was his... We'll get to the details, but just from that headline, guys, what do you think? Do, do, do you... Are, some of you immediately, from hearing that headline, are you amazed that this kid was able to... First of all... <laughs> to talk to first, some lady in San Francisco all, and get 20000 Or are you mad that he did that? Doral is somewhere in the middle of nowhere in South Florida. Doral is little Venezuela. That's it's, right. That's this right. is the place where people that did not like living in socialism, who were rich, moved to. Uh, you got a large Colombian population. It's a very specific more upper class part of Miami that is Latin based. So it's a lot of South American families. A lot of sawgrass, with, a, lot, a lot of loose reptiles. With a little bit from higher middle class to 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 yeah. to a little bit more wealthy. Absolutely. So that's what Doral is. So this kid he, he conned somebody from San Francisco, and that's supposed to be some of the most closely guarded. And since he's 18, they show his picture. I mean, he looks like a little, yeah, he looks like, you know, a little Latin kid. Yeah. Well, he kind of looks like a white boy. <laughs> so, he, so Andres Villa Vincicienzo, okay. he's 18, he faces charges of grand theft auto and organized scheme to defraud. Okay, so how many other people were in this scheme with him? So right now, what we know so far about it is that he tricked this lady, and oh my god, yeah. So they have been contacted, the Durrell police were contacted by a couple people, and they said that the caller knew personal information about them, and what? This is crazy. That she was identified as being a part of a drug trafficking organization. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Okay, so this means... Easy money. <laughs> Throw it out there, see what happens. 20 grand from San Francisco. He should have been the one saying, no, I'm not going to take this, it's too easy. This so is a Nigerian scammer. Now I understand it. So he said in order to clear her name, the caller told her she would have to cooperate with the police and make two wire transfers to prove the money in her bank account was legitimately hers. Wow, I thought he was going to trick her sexually. This guy's just an asshole. Yeah. Wow. I, I think that's enough for that story. I think we could probably get you a big what, what, what would prove or what would move you to do that? What would move you to This is someone, unfortunately, out. that probably has some gifts in life, uh-huh. but has chosen to take an easy way out uh-huh. that he thought was going to give him a big come up of some sort. So he joined Scam City. <laughs> um, so that was from our law section. If we're going to switch it up here. Um, I don't know. Before our show started, a pop a story that was in the news is that the Mall of America, which is located in Minnesota, yes, the Mall of America. I think it's the largest I've mall. I've heard so much about it, but I don't know. Where it is. I think South Florida is actually in the process right now of building a mall that's going to beat it. But the Mall of America currently is in Minnesota, and this guy one day went into the mall in Minnesota and he was having a bad day with women so he saw I think a five-year-old kid kid yeah five-year-old yeah and he threw him from a third floor how can you do that so he picked up a kid that he doesn't know a stranger this is a story that was very popular and the update now is that the guy gets 19 years in jail. Wow. You so think he, that's enough? Do you think that's enough? To be yeah. honest, I don't know why we need that guy in society. To, to me, that's attempted murder. Right. 
So to me, that's I understand why they gave him what they gave him, but at the same time, what if the kid died? And is that the real difference between murder and attempted murder? <laughs> is that it didn't work? So you get less time if you weren't successful? Is that what we're talking about? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not you know, that's why we need to have Ben on the podcast. To be can, honest, that's tell. a great question. Like, and, and I don't know the me, answer to If that. you throw him from several stories up, you're pretty sure he's going to die. But apparently the kid got up and... Not a scratch. No, 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 no. He was hurt. He was in. He was in. <laughs> that kid was I got, fucked. I got you. I got you, guys. He was in the hospital. <laughs> he was fucked. All right. Well, guy, that was hilarious. Ma- many blesses up to him. Many blesses to the kid. That was one. That was some of the good news. Is like the kid woke up from That's whatever right. injury That's he was right. in. No, I knew he. I knew he was hurt. But I wanted to see what, what right. happened if I dropped that on you. Minnesota is a crazy <laughs> state right now. It's a really, really, really. The crazy Vikings state. are fucking stupid sorry <laughs> well, well Minnesota has like they they have programs that take immigration just from certain countries which I love like I love oh, Ethiopian culture God. what about but Somalia tell, yeah, tell, things like tell that. me about Ilana they, they tell take, me about they have she, the, she just got fined for misuse of campaign money that's and right. it was already gonna be like this is she this, from Minnesota? She's from Somalia. <laughs> Is she from Minnesota? Yes. Oh, shocker. <laughs> Where a guy with a bad day so, decides again, to throw a five-year-old again. off a third story. I wonder if he's from... <laughs> no, never mind. That's racist. That is, um, yeah. We won't say we're no, from. It doesn't matter because we're judging no, the crime, I, I not the person. I want to try to understand because we, like, jumped into... <laughs> we're judging the... Yeah, we're judging the person, not the crime. So, I'm sorry. We're judging the son, not the person. So we dropped this kid from, like, three stories up in a mall. When he was having a bad day... Because women thought he it. was unfuckable. That, that's a big deal. I think that's a that's probably the reason. Well, when you have a, a personality that shouts out throwing five-year-olds off a third story, I would think unfuckable. I think that's unfuckable me. is the right term. Yep. It's a perfect description for you, bro. Can we can we get past the uh, throwing the kids up? No, we can't get past it. No. We're not going to have a relationship. Listen, if... I... I'm in a I'm in a in, in, I'm in a forum with some friends and things like that, and the question that came out because there was a story out of California where this lady and you see the picture as the main cover of the story, this lady at a McDonald's tries to walk away with a three-year-old, and the question that was asked was, should is this okay? Is this a time where it's okay to hit a woman as a man? Okay. If you see someone, a female, walking out with your child at a McDonald's plate, the answer that most people gave were yes. There was a lot of, there was barely any sticking up for no. There was a lot of out that that would be. There was a lot of violence. All right, all right, all right. So my, my the point being. So, if someone's walking off with your child, do you have the right to hit him in the face if they're a woman? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> now, and, and maybe that's not exactly what you said, but I was thinking ahead. I was like, okay, to completely shut down the situation, you'd go for the head, right? <laughs> but no, you could probably kick him in the shin. You could probably, like, you know, snatch your child away if you're a strong man, strong person. But it kind of depends on the woman. If it's, you know. <laughs> okay, now I remember why I brought that up. I brought that up because that was the question asked at that time. Is it okay to hit the woman? In this case, 
how how crazy can you go on that guy? Can you throw the guy off? If you saw him do that to oh, your kid. Oh, you're turning it around. Yeah, like... Throw him off, a, you know, the third story of the Mall of America. Correct. Yes. I think 19, I, yeah, absolutely. 19 years is not enough. Okay, all right. So, let's see if he survives like the kid did. <laughs> That's a callback. That's a, no, it's the same guy. It's the same guy. If you're running away... Uh, we probably talked about it enough already, but if you're running away with my kid and I notice that... I'm gonna have my way. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not gonna be. It could be the last day you're on earth. You're not gonna get the chance to do that to anybody's kid again, ever. Nope. You will be hurt right there in the street. We're ha- we're having court in the street like heat. Yeah, that was the question <laughs> that was brought up in our conversation. And the only reason that's what I forgot. The only reason I brought that up was just to, with with the story about the guy that got 19 years. Yeah. If if you I mean, saw that guy, he deserves life. But to me, 19 years is going to be enough for him to probably get killed in prison for being a kitty stealer. You know what? Killer. A kitty stealer should be right up there, or a kitty yep. thrower should be right up there with a kitty yep. fucker. That's right. Because you're, That's you're right. still trying, instead of doing a, a, a slow, a old, slow old, old testament. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. I can see why it worked up for Sorry. so long. <laughs> you, you can't get away with that. You can never go back to being normal in society if you try to throw a kid off the third floor of a mall. Like, just because you're having women problems. What's the next story? Sorry, those, I feel like I'm going to get heated if I keep talking yeah, about it. Those guys are called incels. They're self-called incels. These are people that meet online that feel that they don't have enough to offer to women and they hate women and they hate guys that get women. It's a very crazy group. Um, there's a really famous one that went on a shooting rampage in California. He was a self-proclaimed incel. So he said, he said it before he did it or after? He was part of this group. He wrote a whole thing. Okay. And he was a, to me, personally, was he no homo. He was a good-looking, good-looking guy. But he just didn't, didn't get it with girls. Couldn't get girls. And he's rich and he has a nice car the whole night. <laughs> and he just hated the fact that he didn't get a girl. And he went on a killing something. Guys, this is one of the most famous internet people that ever committed a crime of this magnitude. So you guys will all know his name. I don't have his name off the top of my head, but... Um, just tweet us and, yeah, yeah. Or, or Instagram us. We're getting all the accounts set up right now, and I I forgot his name. We're gonna we're gonna get that name out to you. We're gonna understand exactly what happened with that guy and how it how it happened and how it went down. And we're gonna get your feedback on that. Now, what we are noticing in this country is that marijuana on a state level is making it through it's making coming. It's, it's, coming, it's coming it's coming it's 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 being allowed by both presidents on both sides right whether it was mr liberal barack obama or whether it's the orange guy donald trump they both are okay with the states running their marijuana laws the reason i'm bringing this up is because massachusetts is very close to having some of the country's first cannabis cafes well, yeah, Massachusetts. Now, now it's we're a blue, talking blue, blue, blue state. You're gonna get some experimenting going on there, right? Well, yeah. How, like, how, how do you feel about getting it uh, the same way as like Amsterdam, where you can pretty much do what, do what you want within the certain cafes or whatever, but to um, to do it out in public, it's probably not the right. That's how a lot of I feel a lot of the laws here are. Yeah. They allow you to do them in controlled spaces, right. yeah. but uh, in public, 
they don't really want you doing it. I think that's probably the right way to go. I agree. They're like they call them coffee shops over in Amsterdam. Not that I've been in one, but you know. Cannabis Cafe, which I'm sure, sure will sure. come out to be a coffee shop. I think it's totally cool to do that, but I think, you know, once it once it's legal to that point, you tax the shit out of it. And you, you put it directly into education, right? And then uh, whatever tax money you get out of it goes directly into education. And uh, you make sure that if someone gets pulled over, they have the same same issues or the same repercussions as driving drunk. Because if you know you're going somewhere to smoke, you can get home the same way that you would if you knew you were going somewhere to drink. I'm okay with there, that. There's, there's Uber, there's Some taxis. will try to argue it's not the same, blah, there's blah, blah, but I'm okay with no, that. And that's a great point because I know for a fact I've never tried any, any of that stuff. And, and there, there are lots of people who disagree with me on the, that standpoint. But like, I think if you're going to be safe and look out for your fellow person... You know, that's that's a reasonable ask. That if you know you're gonna go somewhere and smoke, that you have a ride home, or you wait it out. Same, same as you know. I don't know what the timing would be, but usually if you go somewhere to drink, you wait for some so many hours to you know, to drive, or you just sleep. It really depends on the person, man. Because you know, I, I told, just in the, just in the same way that peanuts can kill a human, um, some people can take marijuana smoke or drinking better than others yeah. yeah so just like anything there there are exceptions it's it's there's a lot of variables that mostly depend on your own genetics i also think there's a lot more science that needs to go into lawmaking so if that helps my argument i think that would make a lot of sense to uh to put that put that forward well that was from our law news section uh, that you guys can look at at law news that's L-A-W-N-E-W-Z and that's basically all legal news with uh, a Z yeah with a Z um, I mean let me see if there's anything else really quick. Talk about it that how the Z is very very prevalent in all the, the news <laughs> the laws the autos with a Z. Come on, hit me. Alright. I know um, you got something for me. No, we're we're going, we're going. I'm just looking through here really quick. Yeah, yeah, next time. Next time we gotta have a right. itinerary. No, of course. We kinda jumped into this on a whim. But that's what we do right now, so that's how we roll and our uh, yeah. fans love it. Uh but yeah, no, our idea is to always have be a little bit quicker than I'm being right now. Right. Uh, in gun news, let me pull up. Yeah, gun That's news. A sweet one right there. I like that one. No, um, <laughs> where one of the largest gun parks in the world is actually coming to Palm Beach County. Palm Beach so County. that's that's just a headline that I that I've seen this week right. that was pretty interesting. Right. Um, we're we're gonna do a show from the range one day. Here's a political gun one from our gun news site. Is that President Donald Trump said that he'll seriously look at banning gun silencers after this week's mass shooting in Virginia. He said, well. Well, I'd like to think about it, Trump said in an interview with Piers Morgan. I'm going to seriously think about it. So, that's that's an interesting one. Gun, gun silencers and Trump being on the Republican side of issues, even though he, his whole entire life, was a very Democratic that's liberal, right. That's right. Um, will always look at a good idea. 
he does not give a fuck where the idea comes from on a political scale left or right as long as it's good but that being said I don't I don't have any silencers I don't use any silencers I got plenty <laughs> and yeah, you guys don't know about Trevor he is part time job that's not stuff. true that's not true so yeah we can't talk about it allegedly 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 so yeah I've been international I've been all over the place you know we, we took care of some things you know this side of the wall or that but no I, I, I don't think there's a reason to have a like even the ability to own a silencer, uh, you know, and, and and because because this news, I love it. I love it. Like art imitates life, imitates policy, and it's the other way around, right? So in this case, the guy the guy had like legally purchased suppressors for his. Handguns. 45 caliber handguns. I don't know what kind they were. 1911s, HKs, whatever. I know a little bit about it, but you know, I'm not going to get the specifics. So that's not going to do much after people start screaming in an office building, right? Because the cops are coming. It doesn't matter how quiet or loud they are. Yeah. Listen. So this guy was nuts from the get, like from the jump. He knew, he knew whatever he had was going to cause a ruckus, and he was going out blazing. And that's what happened. This is what I call reactionary. <laughs> right. So why are we talking about banning silencers? I don't if agree. It doesn't matter. Correct. It doesn't I think, matter. To be honest, uh, Trump was in England. He was talking to one of England's most no, not famous. When it, not when it happened. No, no. I'm saying that yeah. this que- these the quotes yeah. these quotes from Trump about looking into um, banning right. silencers right. was when he was in England talking to one of their most famous. Uh, news commenters Pierce Morgan. So and, and Pierce is on his, on his side. He's so basically, he's basically I agree a spokesperson. I agree with you. No, Pierce Morgan fucking hates guns. If you guys have never seen the Alex Jones Pierce Morgan interview you. on YouTube, that is a treat. You need to treat yourself to tonight or tomorrow. It's awesome to look at that interview. Yeah. Pierce is very anti-gun, uh, so I think Trump just said that to but let him know. I'll look at it. At the same time, I he's like, pretty much everything I see about Pierce is that he's pro-Trump. So I think he's in the tank. Agreed. He's just very anti-gun. Yeah. So they agree on one thing. <laughs> now, it's mostly on stuff like that that he, he gets screen time and he gets to talk about it. No, but going back to what you said, I think it's interesting. He got the question about silencers in England when silencers. I think he had the perfect answer. Listen, silencers are already really hard to get. And not having a silencer would not have prevented the guy in Virginia Beach from doing what he did. So if you're gonna if you're gonna restrict something, restrict what actually would have restricted the murders not necessarily the silencers because they didn't change anything right (laughs) correct and I feel we shouldn't just rush rush to do anything based off one guy's action that's just a looney tune and we just have to you know it's unfortunate what happened some guy killed I think 11 people yeah yeah, but, but like four or five more yeah. from from work. Yeah, it's someone he so he's a contractor. He's an engineer, a very well educated guy. We know guy. those people at work. You got to be extra nice to. And a lot of people weren't nice to this guy, and he went nuts. Can you imagine if somebody at you know, say my company, I work for a hospital system, 
decided he was going to do that. He or she was going to do that. No, like, I, I, it's unfathomable. And yet, a government contractor, somebody who you know, works for a separate company but goes into a government building, a government-owned building, there's all the security checks in place, and pulls out 245s and start blowing people's heads off. Like, what, what, what more do you need? It's almost like he's a martyr. He's like a sacrificial lamb to you know, remove all of what that was from the equation. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm going to continue to need your feedback. <laughs> Listeners. <laughs> I just, I think you and I both agree that in that situation, the... Right now, I'm outside Juan's apartment waiting for him to get back from getting his key because he locked his girlfriend's key inside of his girlfriend's car. And so we're going to go with that. I know it sounds like fun, but it's not. We've been talking about a lot of politics, a lot of interesting topics this evening. But I'm excited about the future, and there's a lot of stuff going on, and we're going to get there. But uh, stick with us, because I know there's a lot of things that uh, we might have talked about recently that uh, might have been kind of controversial, kind of iffy, kind of spotty. But... We're definitely going to get to a point where you uh, appreciate us in Latvia and Canada and maybe even in the States. But you let us know what your feelings are. I think that's important to uh, determine. Oh, shit. Here he comes. Here we go. I was doing a little aside. <laughs> All right. Rock and roll. We're back in action. Action Jackson. Action Jackson. Rock and roller. Right. Heavy stroller. You, you got everything you need to uh, write, well, we got write the ship. So I'm um, oh, just going to look at Med News. And a. Med Let's News go. is our medical and health section. Mm-hmm. This way. Okay. Um, Ride it. Let's see what's going on in the Med News world. I'll tell you it this. Is. We're getting to some really important stuff. Put your seatbelt on. In population health, we're trying to tie some... some interesting deals with companies like Disney, companies like Orlando Health, in which we make the the treatment of some things cheaper. So I think that's important for the listeners to know if you live in the Orlando area and you need a major surgery. We want to do things like cover all of the different things that you might have to go through if you have to have, say, you know, a knee replaced or something like that. There's there's value there. We can make sure that the whatever you're paying for is less in the future than it is what you might pay now. So I think that's interesting in the in the health news with a Z category. <laughs> what were you gonna what were you gonna do? Um one that just uh, has been making the rounds and uh, recently is there's an actress and she's she's a very pretty actress. Which she's, one? Hold on one second. Oh shit. Just let it play. Just let it play. I take this phone call. <laughs> it's very professional. Very professional. Here we don't go. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Some what? Okay. I will do that. Alright, bye.
space. Yeah, now we're back on, baby. Let's go. Let's go. So we're hey, go. We're, we're on our medical and health news from Med News. That's at M E D N E W Z. Med News on Twitter with a Z. With a Z. So there is a very she. She's someone that you guys will all recognize her face. Um, her name is Mar Marsha Cross. M A R C I A cross and yeah the name I wouldn't have fucking known I would have had the same exact response <laughs> as Trevor, uh, but she has learned she got anal cancer Aww. and it was likely caused by the same HBV HPV strain that her husband's throat cancer has. So I'm guessing and everybody on the internet is guessing is that he was eating her ass and the the this is gonna be the lost episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be deep. Deep, deep in the lot shit that we do. I mean, this is from People Magazine. In 2009, uh, Marsha Cross was helping her husband, Tommy Mahoney, throughout the grueling treatment for his throat cancer. I know who Marsha Cross is. She was on Desperate Housewives. Yes. And she hasn't been on anything since Desperate Housewives. So, so even more important than the story is the fact that... That's the drama. the, The people who report these stories and news issues knew that she got anal cancer from the same strain as her husband's throat cancer from his HPV. It's like, oh, HPV causes cancer. Is it all, and, and so, all publicity is good publicity and puts her back in the map? I don't think so. But it does because we're talking about it, yeah, and you no, wouldn't have been talking no, about no, it. But she hasn't had an acting job. And, but this and, could bring you an acting job because no, now you are no, in the headlines and you have cancer. <laughs> No, no, I don't agree. You don't agree. agree. You don't okay. think so. I don't think good publicity comes out of this publicity. <laughs> so, Marsha Cross, I'm sorry for your um, condition. I hope you get better soon. I wish, I wish you no ill will, but I hope you and your husband have come to terms with your situation and that you're probably not going to work again and that whatever you invested into your health plan has served you correctly and that you will forever be. Uh, murders in the uh, HPV phase. Yeah. Next story. Uh, just a quick follow-up. One of the greatest left of the life. One of the greatest um, people that we will have on this podcast just landed in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And he was just asking me, when the fuck did I move to Orlando? So, um, Welcome to yeah. America. When we meet Kirkus, a.k.a. Kirk, a.k.a. City. He's got a lot of nicknames. Uh, my six foot five friend. He's a wild man, and he's one of the greatest humans on earth. One of the most entertaining. Is he playing he, for the Magic? He should. He just landed in Fort Lauderdale, so uh, I just was getting that information while we were recording the podcast. All right. So this lady got her throat cancer. We we hope that they both heal, but a lot of people are thinking oh. that it happened because she got it in her ass because of her husband <laughs> eating her ass. Through her throat cancer. That's what no, I was we, trying to we get. We both think that. No, you not say, of course. You say things like that, and I just I you already that. told me that you think it was fake. So, or not fake, but that it involved yeah, I, a lot more information than that. Absolutely. So usually we don't know the story. Does. We don't know the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not usually the first take. The first take is not usually correct. I agree. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. From other news, from Med News, the Cleveland Clinic which is very famous. It's a great, great clinic. It's reported that oral sex and throat cancer, there's a link between the two. 
Uh-huh. So the link is, and I'm pulling it up right now. Are you talking now. about Michael Douglas or Kirk Douglas? <laughs> it, has to it, do with H- it has to do with HPV again. So oh, I guess the, the medical news of the week is that HPV is here. It's the new thing. AIDS is out of style. Gonorrhea is making a comeback, but not that strong. Yeah, but yeah. HPV you're is the one. Die, but you're going to get an STI. You're going to be infected. I agree. One in four. One in four American people has an STI they're carrying. So just to listeners out there in the world, be careful. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, always be you know, careful, Have guys. fun, but be careful. Do what you got to do. Yeah, and remember, if you're in the United States and you decide to have fun... It's a dirty, dirty place. Dirty, dirty place that can cost you a lot of do, money. Do so. not do it if you can help it. I agree. <laughs> um... <laughs> No, the the what what happened? Like the, why? Right now, one in four. One in four for what? One in four people has an STI. Oh Are you my kidding God. me? Like that why? Twenty-five percent of the population, including children, has some kind of STI. There's um there's a comeback of some very crazy diseases like um some sorts of gonorrhea. Well, I mean, because are making a comeback. But Correct. Like, gonorrhea, you can't vaccinate again. I get that. The gonorrhea is making it. Gonorrhea is making a comeback. Yeah, it is. Um, there's a lot. There's there's something called super gonorrhea that I have heard about. The, I don't have it in front of me. Worst, but the worst of all the gonorrhea. Right now we're in a car, so we don't have the access to our normal data that we do. We're also protected from <laughs> We are. We are protected. This is this car is not only no gonorrhea in this car right now. Perfectly clean. It. Can protect you from viruses such as gonorrhea. Yeah, so join the podcast, join the car. You could be free from all gonorrhea. Yeah. Don't bring it in this shit because you want to hear something cool? We'll kill you. About gonorrhea? What? (laughs) It is a slang term in Colombian slang. And it is a bad decision. (laughs) To be honest, I don't know if they're having like a revolt like there is in the United States of certain words. But gonorrhea. 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 It sounds Italian. Yeah, it sounds Italian. Gonorrhea. 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 So what gonorrhea is, it's a, it's a slang word to call in someone almost like you fucking idiot. But okay. you like, you like, okay, case you're, of cool. Go- you're cool, you're dummy, yeah. you made you, a bad decision. You case of gonorrhea. That's what it for. It's a case of gonorrhea. You can even call like a certain situation like. If you go to a place and you have to wait two hours to get sit down to eat, etc., you can be like, "Qué gonorrhea!" Like, dude, this is a gonorrhea situation. And the reason it's a gonorrhea situation is because gonorrhea is horrible. Yeah, it's terrible. So you don't want it for anything. Nobody wants and, it, but I mean, it still exists. So. But it's a beautiful slang word in no, Spanish. <laughs> so today's <laughs> Colombian slang is gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. There you go. You said it over the oh, second. Hey, that's beautiful. Hey, Mario, that's beautiful. Do it. Gonorrhea. Do it. Gonorrhea. So there you guys go. You guys learned your Spanish lesson. Gonorrhea. Si prega. Si prega. Gonorrhea. You want to get a beer? I'm always down for a beer. Okay. Let's get a beer. What is going on? We are scared. We are not scared. We are going to have. Beavis, I am right now getting a beer and going to my car. Oh.
over there. Let's go meet. And before the girls come. We can be there while the girls come. You're going to see a whole bunch of hot whores. Hey, no, Sounds like talk- fun, right? I was, really. I was just talking to my friend about... Um, he likes girls that are younger. No, uh, hey, he he's, not, he's not talking about me. He's, he's not what a weirdo. It, you guys just jumped into this conversation. <laughs> and we were looking at... Uh, Trevor is looking for a new car. I am and looking for a car. I just started a new venture with a startup that involves getting a new car. So we were just discussing that. Um, we may be over there later because my friend is going out clubbing that owns this car dealership business. Uh-huh. And when he goes out clubbing, you will see some of the hottest girls of your life from the ages of 19, 20, and 21. He likes girls that are, you know, college age. But he's he's our age, which is much, much older. He's about 33 years old, 34. But, um... He's someone that knows what he likes, and he gets what he likes. But point being, we're gonna guys, guys, we're gonna keep you um, on this venture that we're doing to find Trevor his dream car. That's right. He has very specific, very specific, very specific specifications. It's not gonna happen. Fuck that. I believe in the. in the world of getting what you want and I think Trevor is going to get what he wants that's it's really interesting you brought that up because before I even considered like making a bid like making an offer for the car I asked my wife I was like what do you think about this and she was like you worked hard you deserve to get what you want and to me that was the the biggest validation I could have asked for because we've been together for a long time and she knows what I want. And she was like, you go get what you want. To me, that was like, all right, game on. And fucking three days later, it's not in my wheelhouse anymore. Somebody else has that. It's not that it's not in your wheelhouse. Three days later, the first car you looked at was sold. So- Well, I mean, you gotta wait. You gotta wait to find that exact match. You are now in the game of finding a car that meets- let me ask you this. Like, what's the, the line between like wanting to find something that you really want versus obsession because I don't want to have to like look every day it's called the reality and there's a reality there's a reality between what a person who wants something can get so that goes from the person that waits tables who wants a goal and knows how many tables and how many weeks it will take to get there right um to the person that has an unlimited budget to get whatever they want. So it's still the same process is that you know your limits, your budgets, or you should know. If you don't know, you're already behind a hundred steps. So we're at the level of you know what you can and cannot afford. And when you're at this level of what you can and and cannot afford, you will find what you're looking for and what's available. It may not be the price that you want, but once you have an idea of what you can and cannot afford, you will always find what you're looking for available to you. And then it's your decision whether what's available to you is worth it, if it's real, etc. So for context, I'm a pretty specific person. And unfortunately, there's a lot that goes into that. But, you know, you know I, I know what I like and I, I like what I want. And, uh, you know, one's telling me he's uh he's got a, a plan to help me figure that out and that's cool but uh that has nothing to do with our week today unfortunately 
Yeah, so Trevor, my, you guys did not know. My week has been very disappointing today. And Juan's trying to help me forget about that. And yeah, tell he, me there's a new horizon. We've all had hard weeks, man, including <laughs> myself. Especially Trevor, having a close teammate lose such a close relative. When when a close teammate loses a close relative, it's almost as if you lost if, as if you lost something. It's not the same thing because it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt as much as that, but it's the same thing in the fact of efficiency. A lot of things are thrown down the table because when someone loses someone or when life has stopped at such a short instance, surprisingly, Your relationship was killed immediately, and you had no control of it. No you had no control, whatsoever. and the outcome's always the same. But once you're out of that slump, once you're out of that grief, once you're out of that situation, um, we're going to, at least when we're in those situations, we're always going to find a way to deal with them best. Well said. Sorry. <laughs> 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 